is Tom Lee from AnyGem Catalyst, and we're talking today with Laura Paris, a physician, an orthopedic surgeon, who is the Executive Vice President and Chief Operating Officer at New York Presbyterian. And I have learned in the last year or two that she and her colleagues, but she in particular, are doing very important work trying to build trust and respect among the clinicians and non-clinicians who work together to take care of patients at one of the biggest hospitals in one of the biggest cities of the world. So we wanted to have a conversation today, and I wanted to begin, Laura, by saying these are soft issues. As I said, you're an orthopedic surgeon in a tough environment. What moved these issues to the top of your priority list? Well, look, we have big aspirations at New York Presbyterian, and we are not going to be able to achieve all of these unless we have everybody together, that sort of concept of everyone growing in the same direction. So we talked then about teamwork. It becomes very obvious that teams can't be high-performing at any level unless there's tremendous trust amongst the team members. And so it was really starting to think about that that got us moving. And then we started to talk to our team members at all levels, in particular Steve Corwin, our CEO, and I spent a lot of time with our front line. We started to ask people what would really make a difference. And the word respect came up over and over and over again. And that's when it really started to click for us that we needed to take that on and really make that a priority in everything that we do. Well, in abstract, yes, of course, trust and respect are good things to have, but how can you tell if trust and respect are problems among your personnel? How can other leaders tell if they've got a problem? And then how can you tell if you're making progress? Well, we just started to ask people, how are we doing? And it was particularly important to get a sense of this notion around trust and respect because we've been growing very rapidly. And for us at New York Presbyterian, we acquired additional hospitals and additional doctors now that we were working with. And so we started to talk a lot about culture, and it became very obvious that we needed to define what we meant by that. So we started to hear people talking about respect, and we said, well, you know, maybe we have to define this in a very specific way. And so for us, it became then about a concept of culture of respect. But respect might mean something very different to me than it does to you. And we went on to then define it. And so our notion is, is again, it's in a credo now, which is something that we learned about as a best practice from other institutions, including your former institution, Tom, where we, we defined it. It starts out right at the top. At New York Presbyterian, every person in every role counts. We will treat everyone as a valued human being, considering his or her feelings, needs, ideas, and preferences. And we will honor everyone's contributions to creating a healing environment for our patients and families. Once we started to spell that out, we put it in writing, and we started to ask people, are we living up to that? Does that make sense? We started to get a lot of interesting feedback, and it's allowed us to really grow and, and define who we are, which has been important as we've started to take that 
out to other institutions and other members of now our system. And you asked about you know, how do we know how it's going? Well, we're tracking progress. So as recently as uh, a couple months ago, we actually did a little pulse check, a little survey that we sent out to 20,000 people. We had more than a 30% response rate. And one of the things we asked was, you know, are you seeing signs of this? So um, what the question was specifically is, I have seen efforts to build a culture of respect. And we had 75% of people who responded to the survey. So obviously not all, but 75% said they either agreed or strongly agreed with that. So that was our notion of we got to keep checking on how this is going. I agree completely that having your CEO, Steve Corwin, and the rest of your C-suite team make it very clear that this is really important to them, that's definitely a critical first step. But then how how are you going about it, like, down at the front lines, like on, on the, at the patient care unit level? What happens there? So we've asked everyone, again, I'll go back to our concept of a credo, which spells out very simple language. These are things we will do and things we won't do. Um, I, I will not speak or act disrespectfully towards anyone. So this is posted everywhere now in the organization. And at the individual unit level and at every management level, people are talking about how they're using that. And it's become a framework for saying, you know, here's where we're not meeting that. So it allowed us now to put teams together and say, well, look, our credo says that every person, every role counts. So when we have now our huddle, we're making sure to include the housekeeper in that. We're making sure to include the transporter and the person who is delivering the food. And they're actually being asked questions about that. So I recently was rounding, we round on staff, not on patients as the executives, and I was rounding in one of our emergency departments, and I was asking some of our frontline team members how things were going. And we always talk about, you know, are you seeing this? Are you feeling it? What's an example of using the credo and the culture of respect? And one of our housekeepers in the emergency department said to me, well, you know, the chief of the department asked me what I thought about how we'd interacted with this particular patient, and he cared about my discussion because he knew that I had watched this patient throughout the day. She was so proud of being part of that team, you know, that little interaction. That's how we're driving it throughout that organization. And I've told that story now, of course, many times because – it's those opportunities that we have to demonstrate that in action that are really meaningful for the team. Well, uh, now I hate to be uh, trading in stereotypes, but do you think it's extra tough to do this in New York City? <laughs> well, it's funny that you ask that, of course, because one of the things we're, we're as we're talking about this culture of respect, it's really greeting people and making sure that team members all know each other's names. It seems so obvious and self-evident. But in part, you know, when you get on the subway in New York, you don't necessarily greet everyone by name uh, in that setting. And so we laugh and say we have to be explicit about some of our expectations and making sure that everybody understands what this means. Now, we're in a very diverse, multicultural city, 
And so it is important. It, this has been a framework to allow us to say, you know, this is why team norms will matter and how people are treating each other and, and why it's important to talk about these things. But we do expect you to talk about them and make sure that everyone's on the same page. I don't think it's necessarily um, harder in New York, but it may be that we need to acknowledge everything that, that goes into this kind of a multicultural framework. Let me uh, go into another stereotype. You're a surgeon, and are there special approaches that are necessary or helpful among your surgical colleagues? No, I don't think it's surgeon versus non-surgeon or specialist or, or even the different types of colleagues that we have throughout the hospital and the healthcare system. But I do think it's important for us all to keep coming back to now, what, what does this mean in our individual job? I mean, it's, it's easy for a surgeon to be brought back to, hey, I can't do the work of a surgeon if I don't have a terrific team around me, and that sort of notion of a high-functioning team. And so one of the things I always talk about that um, during my clinical days, it doesn't matter how great my plan was, but if I wasn't communicating it to everyone, then we weren't going to be a team. So making sure everybody's understanding that notion around communication, here's everyone's role, here's why every role counts, that sort of brings it back to, to everyone, no matter what the discipline. Now, I know that you and the rest of your colleagues in the leadership at NYP have been thinking and pushing on this now for at least a year or two. Uh, I'm sure at the beginning, you must have had some people roll their eyes when you brought it up. How do you, how do you think it's going? For us, I think it's going well, but we're not satisfied that we're done, and maybe we're never done on something like this, that it's always about reinforcing the culture. I think we've done important work, and you really feel it and see it in terms of the, the employees. And part of it is that we've insisted that we're talking about it all the time. I never am in front of a group of people where I'm not raising it, so constantly connecting the dots. I think we do have more work to do, Tom, in terms of our work with physicians. And we didn't do as good a job as we should have over the course of this last year, really, again, back to connecting the dots and make sure everyone sees it and feels it. And one of the things that we recommitted to ourselves is that we're going to kind of relaunch uh, again with our physicians to make sure we're getting to everyone. So I started it with all the orientation for our new residents. and got very specific when I was describing to them our expectations uh, around this culture of respect and what it would really mean and how they each would have a part to play as we go forward. So more work to do, but we're excited about what we've achieved so far. I'll just close by saying that I think the work is really important, not just for New York Presbyterian, but for all of healthcare because the, the team dynamic issues that you bring up are important for everyone. And as they say in that song, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. I think uh, what you find that works in your culture and your Presbyterian is going to be very helpful for the rest of healthcare. So thanks very much for joining us today, but thanks for doing this work. And uh, you can be sure that we'll be tuning in and pay attention for years to come. Perfect. Thanks so much for having me.